0: Again, to a new episode of Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with uh, Ross. Hi, Tom. Joey. Hey. And Mike. Hello. So, today I'd like to talk a little bit about competition and how it fits in with early childhood. And let me start with a competitive game among a couple of friends. And you have all seen this game, and we sometimes use it in presentations at the workshop. When you're we saying do,
1: you're you just talking to the people in this room, in this the people room, listening.
0: Yeah. Right, right. I call it Fight the Ball, but that's not the name I gave it. That's the name that the children came up with themselves. So let me explain a little bit about this game since you... We don't a, have the video to go with. We do not it right have now. the video, and hopefully I'll explain it so you can understand it. So one part of the game is to stuff a very soft ball into the top of a large horizontal box. The other part of the game is to block the ball from going into the box. One child has the ball and tries to get it in the box. The other child tries to block him. Not only does he try and block him, but he also tries to get up the ball away from him. It kinda looks like a version of rugby in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a third child who seems to be acting as referee because when someone gets the ball in the hall, he throws it back into play. The game was, was as intense as anything that's ever happened in my classroom. There was a lot of rolling around, grabbing at the ball, and very intense faces. And it got me thinking about the role of competition in young children's lives. Do some children crave competition? And if so, why? Is there a place for this type of physical competition, almost like a sport in the classroom? What do you think?
2: And,
1: and we're talking about early childhood classrooms. We're talking about early I childhood class
2: So this is a game that kind of just happened once, right? Once or twice, maybe? It was not like a months-long uh, game that they played, or maybe you could... Well, it
0: happened, I mean, that intensity, no, it happened several okay. times in different... I mean, when when I got off the basketball hoop, it that that same rendition of the game sure. came about, where one child tried to block and the other tried to okay. stuff the basket. Okay. So it would happen, but it only happened in this one classroom with this right. one group the of kids. Child
2: cre- these two kids kind of created this game together.
0: Right, Okay. right.
1: So I have a feeling we vary a little bit in here, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at Ross when I <laughs> say this, because I was never a very competitive person. I did play on sports teams, but I was never on a team that won a championship. Yeah. And I never really cared.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, you know, so for me, when kids are competitive like that, it, that's one of those uncomfortable feelings for me. It's not something I have really had that desire or that feeling. Like
2: I think, I think uh, what I'm thinking about is the kids who crave being first. So I mean, yeah, it's a little yeah, different than your yeah. game, but very small children want to get to the door first. Want to be walking first when you're walking from place to place. There is something. Mm-hmm hardwired for mm-hmm. a lot of kids whether yeah. it's too much visual stimulation they want i mean like you know conscious or unconscious yep. there are kids who need to be first and will
1: and we'll talk about be the biggest being the oldest right being the, you know. right right and whether and they'll...
2: that's
0: all in this yes. you
2: know.
1: yeah in it's this part of competition yeah. yeah so
2: i mean to, i guess i'm answering your question with a yes i do think that that some children crave embrace accept competition in a life even really young that younger yeah. than you might think
3: or even seek it out yeah i mean they're they're actively trying to do it and i'm you know, me being one who who's played sports all through my life, even for very early years of the YMCA's version of basketball and soccer, where it was just a horde of children chasing after a ball. There was really no structure to it. But, you know, there's that feeling of the excitement of playing. And I think that, that i and this is more maybe of a rhetorical question, but I wonder if it has to do with that sense of kind of the animal world and being the alpha versus mm-hmm. kind of, you know, trying to seek. And that's why there's this kind of seeking
0: mm-hmm.
3: of kind of being, always being first. Do you want to be the leader of the pack? you want to be...
2: I think I think it's rewarded in some families more than others, yeah. you know, like who's going to get their teeth brushed first or whatever it might be. Well, I mean, you know, different cultural components come and, into play. you know,
3: I, right. I've done that in the classroom. I know families have done it too. We're like, how, who can... And, I've stepped back from who can get dressed first to how fast can you get ready. Right. you know Personal like, best. Exactly. <laughs>
1: and
2: right. trying
3: to change it. But I, I hear it a lot in you know, other mm-hmm. classrooms as well as with parents. Like, oh, I, I bet you can't get dressed before me. And they, of course, let the child win. Right. Because the, the goal is yeah. so you get your stuff on and we can get out of the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh,
1: clean up time. One of the things, that, well, I always do like, well, I'm going to clean up the blue one, so you know, don't clean up, clean up the blue magnet yeah. tiles, and then of course they clean them up. But the other <laughs> one is more about that, like with the hollow blocks, so the big blocks. Mm-hmm. Be, well, I better clean up the hollow blocks because they're really heavy. I don't know if you guys could lift them by yourself. Yeah, and and they want they it. just like <laughs> I'll show you. Look at this. <laughs> this <gonna> well, be... <laughs> it,
2: your question, Tom, though, you know, does it have a place in the classroom. I'm thinking about that one, and I'm thinking, so then is the teacher the referee? Uh, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily, I mean, I'm like Mike, I'm not a very competitive person, at least with other people, might be competitive with myself, but it's not, I mean, I know some kids are different than me, you know, a lot of adults are different, you know, than that, but so am I now, support, like, they get to the door and they shout, I got here first, I got here first, I got here I have to say that as a teacher, I'm not sure what the heck I'm supposed to do, yeah, right? right? Am I supposed to praise someone who got there first? Am I what you know? What am I supposed to do? Like we we weren't having a race, as far as I knew. Right.
0: So so we so would, that's really we, hard yeah, for yeah. me
2: that I'm now the referee. I right, think
0: right. So we would move from classroom to classroom. I would never make the kids line up because right. no, yeah. when you're making them line up, you know it's like first. It, who, who let's see who's first? Well. One way teachers get around it is saying, "All right, it's your turn. We'll have right. a chart. Right. It's your turn mm-hmm. to be first. You can be the line leader." <laughs> yeah. But then it makes me think that then the kids are just following rules that the teachers made up, yeah. and the people mm-hmm. don't think they're capable of moving to one room to the other. Whereas some will be first, some will, some don't care.
3: Is it that the other children don't care at all, or is they they just know, "Nope, I'm not going to be." There
1: first, I'm not the fastest, right. I'm not the strongest, so I'll just be okay with...
2: Right, fine, I won't the... even try. Is
1: that something that's already <laughs> yeah. registering? Not but the there rights. are other no. kids, I know for the getting to the door first, I have the kids who get upset. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this get year... upset because? Because um, they didn't get cause first. Because they weren't there first. This year they've been doing a lot of, oh, well, were, were you racing? And they say no. It's like, oh, well, then it doesn't really matter. Well, I had a, Of the people racing, right. you know,
2: <laughs> I had a he begins, was the like, first one because he's the family. one who cares about it or this little guy who was very competitive and, and his family knew he was and they were, like, comfortable. You know, they, it, it was mm-hmm. perfectly fine within the family for him to be so competitive. And they're like, we don't care so much that he's competitive, but we want him to be a good sport, whatever right. that concept means. And yeah. that, for me, not being a super competitive person was my little, like, okay, so, you know, saying how we have the role of the referee, that at least helped me be like, so now when they're out the door go, I'm first, I'm first, I'm first, I got here first. For some of those kids, I'll say, just turn to each other and say, like, good race and give each other a high five. And it oh, diffuses. It diffuses all that, like, yep. bad feeling yeah. because it's just like, you know, if you were having fun when you did it, just be a good sport. Yep. Oh, good. You know, even even if you're the one who supposedly beat everybody there, I'll kind of encourage just silly little high fives or things right. like that at right. the door. Like, just tell everybody, you know, good yeah. race. That was fun.
3: Yeah, um, we kind of do the same thing in the gym rather than if we have a kind of a focused activity or a game where we're taking turns, you know, we chant for the other person. Go, so you know, right. go, We right. go. Go and then we collab when they make it over the when we flip right. the triangle down or whatever we're playing, mm-hmm. so that the competition is not so much who's doing it fastest, who's doing it the best. It's that we're
1: all cheering for each other because it's fun,
3: right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Great. And the person has a challenge, so they are there's a competitiveness, but you know the main focus is on them compete against themselves. But for yeah. the kids who want to compete against each other, I do think it's okay. Yeah. But it's when one kid does and one kid doesn't that you kind of have to help like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. make them you yeah know, whatever.
0: So I have, I have a couple more questions, and it has to do with the competition in a classroom like in this game. and I'm, right. I'm, mm-hmm. I was trying to think of what are some of the benefits of this competition? Mm-hmm. I mean, I,
3: I think from specifically from this fight the ball game, because we've seen the video, I mean, these kids are exerting themselves to the fullest capacity they can. Mm-hmm. So for just the the, the motor position. skills, mm-hmm. muscular strength, muscular endurance, cardiovascular endurance, you know, agility, Flexibility. I mean, there's all of these parts that are just being that are that are not going to be engaged to that maximum level on your own. You know, so they're really having to go through, and we could see it from
1: their faces. You could hear mm-hmm. it from their breathing, and they're not giving up as fast. I mean, I, I don't want to giving up. Maybe the wrong word, but they're not stopping as early yeah. as they might have if they weren't competing. Yeah, they keep they kept because going tests. because yeah. that ball was. I'm not going to let
3: go of this or I'm going to get that ball. They were mm-hmm. they it yeah sustained a longer activity
0: level because of it i remember one of the first times you saw this and you said oh that doesn't look fun
2: no i still don't think it looks fun but they i mean i don't think it was about being i think there's different ways to have to have fun i think i was just as ross was just talking i was thinking the word cathartic came to mind i think it was kind of a cathartic experience because they're so intense while they're doing it you can only imagine that afterwards, there's kind of like a, ah, that's over, right. you know, which is yeah. not an experience that little kids get to have very often, right? right. To be right. so they go so to intense, that level where yeah, just the, totally you know. Worn out. So I don't know if I'd call that fun per se, but I think we've all done things where it's like really really intense, and in the moment you might be fe- not be like, ha, it's not carefree, but yeah. afterwards you feel a release. So that right. yeah, so the, so in that the, way it might be fun.
0: I think one of the benefits is that the kids start to learn to. Uh, to read the cues of the other children. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if something bad has happened, it actually gives them a chance for reparation. Mm. Because if it's gone too far, when it actually a kid goes from you know really intense to being mad and angry and frustrated, and he starts to, you know, get in maybe inappropriate, there's a chance for reparation, which usually, again, a teacher often mediates. But
3: yeah. And I think that's an important part and maybe it comes with the sports aspect over to that competitive nature. But I think again there's that mentality and that kinda of goes back to maybe some of the no's that teachers come up. Well, I don't want children to get hurt. I don't want children to feel bad. Mm-hmm. I don't Well, that's life. Life is gonna happen with all these different things. So rather than in your example from your grandchildren before Tom, where, you know, one pushed the other one too hard, rather than like, well you know, right. then just leaving it. You know, they could really work it out and amend that rift that kinda yeah. came up. And then that's how that's how we want children to do this. When well, this is becoming so adults. much related
2: to Tom's grandkids' story, but you know, there is a like I mean the flip side of being a good sport is sort of what's that concept? You want someone to be a good loser, right? I mean like in our culture where everyone gets a medal, you right. know. Yeah. I mean we're not all the same. I and mean, no. we can't we can't all do right. all the things the there same. Are,
1: I, it's gonna be they're faster people. Right. And there there's, there's a st- st- desire,
2: right, for right. us all to pretend that we're completely Equal in in every way, and I think the other part that makes us uncomfortable is you know that kid's never gonna get to the door first, right? You just <laughs> right. know it, you know, and so and you just oh man, you just wish one day you know like, but right. they never will, and so I you know, I mean that's 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 There's maybe a, that's my perspective, but you know, I yeah. think that's where sometimes we're not comfortable with it too. They're gonna feel bad because they're never gonna get there, but they might also realize I have shorter legs than that person, yeah. I'm never gonna get there faster.
3: It's not about getting the trophy, getting the medal, but it's just we had fun playing the game. And I've seen, you know, there's there's more and more kind of clips of coaches coming out and saying that, saying, "I'm proud of all of you." Oh, but well, we lost. But yeah, but think how much fun you had. You're not going to win every game.
0: So often in competition, we we as adults focus on the goal, yes, instead of the process. Yeah, and some of that I think goes down to the children.
3: Well, I mean, thinking about the Olympics, March Madness, all these turn, all the things. It's who gets to be the number one, right? Right. And all the reality shows, the cooking yeah. competitions, dance competitions, all these things, it's just so inundated. And it draws like, in viewers. Exactly, because who's going to win? And one show that I have found is the Great British Baking Show, oddly enough, where it's still a competition but everyone's there and they're celebrating and they're just like, well we unfortunately have to say goodbye to one person.
0: <laughs> and,
3: you know, but, but they talk about how the, it's the experience of learning together
1: rather than it really yeah. kind of being the, oh, Project Runway is the same way when do, someone has to leave it's like <laughs> I'm so sorry you're right. a talented and <laughs> designer and I, unabashedly will say I love
3: Project Runway oh, Tim yeah. Gunn if you're listening please oh, yeah. feel free to call in and talk to us but,
0: um, <laughs> well thank you guys for helping me talk a little bit about competition and with young children and uh, we'll, we'll see you guys next week thanks, thanks. Tom
1: Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Mind. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.